Hey fam, welcome back to Money and Mental Peace. I am sitting in my car on this awesome December day. Just got a Black Forest Mocha, which is like chocolate and coconut and cherry. I don't know. It was different, but it was good. And then the coffee shop closed and I realized I needed to record and I wouldn't have been able to record in the shop anyways. So here you got me in my car. I just want to explain how real to life this is. I used to do homework in my car, take a nap in my car. It's like I'm in college again, living out of my car. Not totally living out of my car, but like kind of, you know. Anyways, um, just like speaking of relating to other college people over in our Facebook group, which is called the Christian College Girl Community. You can look in the description below to find the link to it. I got a question that was how, basically, how can I get funds beyond scholarships? Wanting to get stuff for college besides scholarships. And I'm sure they probably thought, well, you know, you could work, obviously, too, or just have, like, super rich parents and have them pay for it or get an inheritance or whatever. But I had my friend Daniel come on because he wants to talk about how he finished college debt-free, earning no scholarships, but finishing debt-free and without his parents' like inheritance or anything, his parents did support him in other ways. And there's instances like he could live at home. There's different type of support, but like he was getting through college. And it's basically other sort of merit-based and academic-based. It's, it's a few different things and a few different strategies and like cheaper schools, not cheaper, like not good quality, but just lower cost schools that he talks about. And it's basically really getting to the nitty gritty of looking into the details of what this school offers and just presenting your best self to the school about getting funding. But there are different names for it, different details about it. He's going to go deep into it on how basically you can get funds beyond scholarships. Because why not? <laughs> like, I mean, I know we're all about scholarships here in this uh, podcast, but sometimes there's just a lot of work to figure out and deal with and solve and all the things. Also, if you're interested in connecting more with Daniel, I want you to head on over to their YouTube channel of the Bible college he's involved in. And also, if you're looking for lower cost education, head on over to Anchor Bible College. But on their YouTube channel, it's called anchorbiblecollege.com. has really great content, really on what the Bible says and talks about. And if you're even interested in a much, much lower cost or well, not university, college, Bible college with solid Christian teaching and even just closer, you know, discipleship, head on over and check out, yes, the YouTube channel and also Anchor Bible College. All details in the description below. And it's just a really cool story of how Daniel had been looking into maybe going forward into like PhD program, wanting to look into being a professor or working in education in some realm, and how God kind of directed him to keep doing his engineering work, but this being a part of his ministry toward this Bible college. Such an amazing way of how God like pieces the puzzles together. Anyways, we're going to get into our conversation with Daniel and head on over to Anchor Bible College on YouTube. All links in description below to enjoy their content. Let's get into it. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace. Do you want to find scholarships and avoid student loans? You find yourself Googling easy scholarships and how to pay for college. Do you feel overwhelmed with life 
in general that you can't even think about paying for next semester. Hey, I'm Kara, and in college, I too was worried if I was good at money. I couldn't find scholarships that worked specifically for me, and I didn't know how to get started while juggling homework and all the things. But that changed through prayer and God's direction. I tested out of classes, learned to budget, and found those perfect scholarships, and even had $10,000 left over in the bank after graduation. At BTW, my parents weren't able to help me financially either. If you're ready to find scholarships specific to you, manage your money well, and just stop being broke, then grab your cold brew and TI-89 because class is now in session. Hi guys, welcome back again with my friend Daniel, who was in a previous episode talking about Anchor Bible College. And we're here for like the personal story about your college journey. But if nobody listened, well, I'm sure people did. If some people didn't listen to the last episode, <laughs> tell us real quick a little bit about yourself and what you like on your pizza. Ooh, like on my pizza. Well, let's see. Myself, I think I mentioned last time that I am a PK, pastor's kid grown up in a family with five brothers uh, and in a, a place where we were very involved with the church. My dad and my my family, two other families, helped to found the church about 30 years ago. And so that was the connection of my growing up. I then uh, was homeschooled, then went to first to community college and then to the University of Michigan to study engineering. Um, all that has led me on a journey where now full circle uh, back to some uh, so much church things and education things where I'm involved with, with our church and a number of other people in our area have come together to start a Bible college. And so that was the connection where we connected over uh, some content that we put out on a new YouTube channel. By the way, everyone should check out Anchor Bible College on YouTube. High quality, educational, interesting content. Yes. And Go th- listen that's to how it. We we'll put links in description. Go ahead. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that that was the connection where we then said, actually, we share a lot in common in uh, this education realm and provide, providing affordable and accessible education. And some of my story of how I've, I've thought through trying to get through college debt free, the strategies I've done with that. Um, and just to answer your question, let's see, what do I like on my pizza? I think the answer is everything. I think I might be one of those kinds of people that just likes everything uh, interesting on a pizza. That includes like pineapple and anchovies? Yep. Yep. I can go with that. I had a pizza. uh, It was last year. I was in Alaska and there was uh, a pizza that I got that had 31 toppings, I think. And it was, it was pretty good. How high was that? Or like, how thick was that? (laughs) Well, it was a big pizza and it was kind of spread. Like one of the toppings was just a meatball in the center, but like it had, I think it had 31 toppings. So yes, good stuff. That's impressive. All right. So everything. Daniel likes the expensive <laughs> pizza. I love it. <laughs> That's so cool. And super random, not having to do with our conversation of your college journey. But with you said the two other families that helped start the church. Was it the Boyers yes. and the Hoppies? You got it. Absolutely. Okay. Correct. I was trying to remember that the other day. I thought it was them. Um, nope. I passed. I passed the class on church, you did. church history. Okay. So I'm kind of just going to like let you loose and kind of start okay. telling your story. And I will tell you, we did talk about a little bit of an outline, like community college mm-hmm. to U of M and also yeah. like, well, let's see community college to U of M. And then we talk about the other mm-hmm. stuff, like living at home and jobs. Yeah. Um, so go for yeah. it. And if you see me looking down, I'm probably taking notes or something. 
I love it. Well, let me launch into this. And I hope hope this can be interesting to folks, not just as like, hey, that's a story, but like things you can learn from that. Yeah. So I'll try to try to sprinkle that in and say that I mentioned I grew up homeschooled. I think that's a really great way to do things education wise. Uh, throughout history, most people have found that the, the best kind of education is if you have a private tutor, right? And that isn't always available to everyone. But if you're homeschooled and your parents are willing to invest that in that, that's practically a private tutor. And whether you can, you're super gifted, you can excel, or maybe you're super challenged and you can get the attention you need. And so definitely recommend that. Um, while I was homeschooled, then that allowed me the opportunity to work. Um, starting when I was about 14, I worked at a flooring warehouse, um, just working at least one day a week. Uh, got great work experience, uh, started earning money a great deal. Uh, then when I was just before I turned 16, so I was actually 15, I started at Washtenaw Community College. Uh, and that I think is the ultimate like education life hack of sometimes I tell people high school is a scam. Uh, basically the, if the goal is college, right? Why not do college classes that dual count with high school? Mm-hmm. Um, instead of wasting your time essentially doing classes, um, and it might be, you know, math or biology or physics or something that, you know, are important to do, but why not do them at say a community college? double count those. Not not everyone can do that, right? Because maybe some people need more time, more uh, attention, but like, I think it's a really great deal. So I was able to do that. Uh, again, community college is not expensive. I've been earning money. Also, uh, my parents, or especially my grandparents, were able to help contribute towards education costs for our homeschooling, which then I was still dual enrolled, homeschool, community college. So that was a really great deal for me, being able to, you know, I was 16, 17, going to community college, I got 53 credits through community college and actually a couple AP courses that I took and got a high score on the the tests to get college credit for that. So all of that was really great setup for me then to be interested in going to the University of Michigan to pursue engineering. So I applied to U of M. I went through actually, all the things. You know what, of, can I pause yeah, you? Go ahead. I apologize. I, yeah. let, let's 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 think of the community thing real quick before we jump to that. Um, I have mentioned that totally on the podcast on anything from dual enrollment. We did a recent one. If, if anyone's curious, it was back in October 2023 called Dual Enroll 101. I'm going to have to go find that. And yeah. also um, CLEP tests, class, testing out. Some people are into that. Some mm-hmm. people like, I want to sit in the class. Totally understandable. Did you ever test out of any classes? Was it mainly mm. community college? How, could you just tell us about that? Yeah. So I mentioned the AP classes. So that's typically where you, I did an online class uh, and then got all of the education to be ready to take one test to give me the college credit for that. CLEP is a great deal too. Although um, CLEP is a little bit, um, let's just say you can learn a few things and take a test and get college credit. Um, and you, the University of Michigan does not accept CLEP yeah. uh, yep. because it's not, let's just say it's not very rigorous. I, I'm but aware of that because a... I looked into U of M. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of colleges that do accept CLEP. If they do, go for it. Great life hack. Basically cheat the system, right? But not cheating. Like it's legit. Um, <laughs> well, it's but a lot it's of not like, as rigorous. Right. And it's a lot of like prereqs. So like anyone listening, it's like you just did English in high school. Let's see if you can go test out of it in CLEP and get the college right. credits. Um, exactly. Or like I took a college math course because I already liked math. But no, not college math course, college math CLEP. Because I already had like mm-hmm. math, I was going to all this stuff. I just got the credits for it. It's not going to be an upper level course. And actually, I would mm-hmm. encourage people to do if you're really going to do college, doing your upper level courses like 
focusing because you're learning for your career. So yeah, okay. I like that. So yes, good life hacks, um, community college, uh, AP, if you're like pursuing rigorous, like something at the University of Michigan, if you're going to EMU, I think that uh, CLEPs are a great deal. Um, f- figure out what you are pursuing in life and find the best way to do that with with these options. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was able to get uh, a really great start, um, really essentially. Uh, so I applied to the University of Michigan as a freshman, um, you know, with all of these credits that then immediately counted uh, toward my degree program. I had lined up all the classes that I took, knowing what they would count towards. And so that's it's accepted the University of Michigan. Yeah. I apologize. I'm going to interrupt a few times. That That's Do key. It. When I was, some stuff I was clepping out of because it was just like the prereqs I already did in high school. But I had to make sure I had like three col- three or four colleges I was looking at going to. I had to make sure they mm-hmm. transferred. Also, my community Absolutely. college, I went through the Michigan Transfer Agreement, MTA, mm-hmm. whatever else. It's going to be a different name for anyone listening in like Utah or whatever. But um, you actually checked first because you were mm-hmm. interested in doing that, right? Okay, go ahead. Yes. I just wanted to yeah. highlight that. Absolutely. And so I went to Washtenaw Community College. They're right next door to the University of Michigan. Great transfer agreement. Um, U of M was they're the best university in the world. Basically my, my only choice and applied got accepted. Great deal. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Go blue. Uh, so yes, that was all a really great deal. And then college education and affordability, right? So the university of Michigan, I I'm obviously biased, right? I went there. I think it was a great, great school. Uh, but I do know factually uh, even, especially in, I've seen some recent uh, rankings come out of the, the best value education in America and the University of Michigan was on top because they are for a school, especially a state school, quite affordable, especially for in-state and offer very high quality education. Um, So there might be, you know, if if you're going for engineering, there is a ranking that thinks MIT is higher than U of M by a few spots. I don't know. But in terms of affordability, University of Michigan is already at that point, right? It's, uh, but Affordable is relative, you know, 15,000 a year might sound better than 50,000 a year, but 15,000 a year can still add up. Um, but that's where the second part comes in is, uh, most colleges, especially big colleges like the University of Michigan offer financial aid, um, specifically need based financial aid. So I think that most, uh, folks who talk about affordability of college talk a lot about scholarships. And I think for good reason, right? There's so many out there. If you just put some effort in, you can find some really great deals. But also knowing when you're looking at what college to go to, you might see that sticker price of uh, tuition, but know that depending on your background, your family's background and income level, there can be significant contributions from the college itself, which uh, maybe I'll explain so uh, your listeners don't think it's a scam because it is, you know, why are they just giving free money? Yeah. Is it like Um, the Go Blue guarantee? Is that the one that's called that? Yes, that's right. Yeah, I think that that name came about after I graduated, like it's just okay. in recent years, but it was the, it's the same idea. Um, and it, it is that now. Uh, so basically, the University of Michigan has, I think, the second largest endowment of any uh, public university. They have like $10 billion. Now, they can't just spend that however they, they want, but it shows they have money and supporters. And so the best way, <laughs> this might sound fun, but if you think about it, a university needs to make money, Right. So they could charge a high tuition and try to make money, or they could get the smartest people to come there, go on to have sex, six, very successful careers, and then donate money to the college. 
So if you have a really uh, good, right, I like it. And so if you have a really good uh, educational background track ability, you know, you scored high on the SAT, you did well in high school, have transfer credit, all of these things, you know, show yourself to be a really good college candidate. There'll be a lot of colleges, universities that want to accept you saying, we think you will do well in life. We want you to be getting your education here and then being one to support us later on. And I guess that's what I'm doing with the University of Michigan saying it is a great education. You should consider going there. I haven't donated yet. Don't plan to, but uh, you know, <laughs> well, but you, that... <laughs> I, I, this turn, this, the other one was about the Bible college and this has turned into pitching U of M. We're good with that. <laughs> sure. Well, you can see where, where I come from with uh, pitching lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was talking about affordability and basically explaining why you can get so much um, financial aid, um, even though they'll title it need-based financial aid. And you might think, well, you know, we make an average income or I've had a good background you still then might get some some decent uh, money for that. And so that maybe explains one thing point I was trying to make about uh, going to a university like the U- University of Michigan uh, to be affordable. So when I went, it was about as affordable, given that financial aid, as going to a community college. Uh, in fact, I think it was just less uh, wow. at, in terms of uh, cost. Wow. So that was a really great deal already. Um and for the first couple of years, I was just, you know, working hard in school, knowing that this was what I'm pursuing. Uh, but then I was also able to get a graduate student uh, uh, instructor position. So well, actually first as an undergraduate instructor, uh, it paid about $25 an hour for uh, wow. 10 or 15 hours a week. Of and back then with teaching classes. Yeah, like, exactly. Like now, like minimum wage is higher. And after all the COVID right. and whatever else, like that's a, that's a good chunk. It was. And so really great deal. They they are able to negotiate pretty well and get a good deal for the, the students who are, who are doing a really good job. Um, so that's, I think, another just life hack is, right, you're in college. Most people might think of getting a job in college uh, and you can get a lot of different kinds of jobs. But if you do well in your classes, develop relationships with instructors, um, you can land some good uh, opportunities that can pay well. And then especially for those who are interested in grad school, uh, you can land specific either research internships or uh, graduate student instructor positions that in, in the case of the University of Michigan, or I think similar universities, covers full tuition and pays a pretty decent stipend and other benefits on top of that. Um, so that was that was really how I was able to go from homeschooled community college working through undergrad and then even get a master's degree all without really almost any expense that I had to put towards education. Wow. And, and, and I'm sure you had probably some vision of this. Like you said, you already wanted to go to U of of M, but it Mm -hmm. still sounds like, you know, it's not like you're in community college and you know that you're guaranteed this graduate assistant or teaching assistant job it sounds like it was kind of like that step-by-step trusting god the puzzle pieces fitting together Mm -hmm. because like some people are like okay i'm established i have like full ride scholarship four years and that's great i'm not dissing that but also your story sounds Mm. a little like mine that was kind of like i just had to figure out the next year one at a time and that's hard to do but it sounded like it paid off it can it does. And I like that you're pointing out that, you know, looking back, I can say, here's all the steps. You should just do that. Right. But that isn't the story for everyone. But the story, I think, for everyone is that they need to trust God. 
right? And there are ways that you can take steps and that he can provide and you don't have to worry. Um, you have to trust him and take one step at a time and allow him to work in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, I, I had a, a few notes I want to point at that yes. kind of go back and stuff, some stuff we talked about. You had mentioned um, financial aid, need-based financial aid. Just to clarify, mm-hmm. sometimes that word is thrown around and it's also thrown around in like loans or parent plus loans, like co-signing mm-hmm. and stuff, whatever. So you're mm-hmm. saying in this instance, it wasn't like you got your financial aid letter and it was just all loans. This is other right. endowment. Like it, like I know what that means, but yep. even maybe explain that a little bit or even like what endowment means yeah. because you're saying this was not a loan that your parents co-signed on. This was... That's not correct. having to pay back financial aid, but it also wasn't a scholarship. But scholarships right. are great, but it, this is a different thing, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So uh, again, I, I kind of went on a tangent explaining why colleges do this, but they want the best students, right? And so they'll give what they call need-based financial aid. And you're right, you get a financial aid package and usually it says, here's you know so much you're getting from FAFSA, here's so much you're getting from our endowment, here's so much that you should take out in loans. Yeah. Um, and different universities do this different ways. Uh, my experience, though, uh, was that the University of Michigan is, is pretty open about this. They have something, I believe, that's still on their website that's a financial aid calculator. You just put in some simple uh, things about, you know, family income, background, number of siblings, your, you know, things like that that are important factors. And they'll say, we're willing to give you, you this much toward your education to make it more affordable because if we do want you, then we will make it happen. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, it's it's essentially free money. Uh, and I sort of went on a tangent explaining some of why they do that. No, I love that you explained that because I hadn't even ever had someone explain it so clearly. And I talk yeah. to people about college, you know, so yeah. I, I love how you s- explain it that way. Now, you also mentioned family income, but also number of kids. Yes. So some people might be like, well, yes. this doesn't work for me because my parents make like $100,000, but we have 15 mm-hmm. kids, you know, like or yep. something like exactly. different. Like, for example, I have some friends, I think they I don't know exactly, but they've made maybe about as much as my parents made. But I'm an only child and mm-hmm. they had four kids. So they got more in, yes. you know, based. So just is that it? It's just kind of like mm-hmm. divided yeah. comparing number of kids, mouths to feed, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's number of dependents. Right. So if you have older siblings, you sometimes get the short end of the stick. Right. Because sure. you say, well, you know, your parents have already. <laughs> Uh, you got to be the oldest. All they have is you. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so, you know, I have another friend who went to the University of Michigan at the same time as me. He was the, uh, let's see, third oldest out of 10. Um, so had, you know, six younger siblings and others were still living at home. And his uh, U of M financial aid package was almost like I said, mine was roughly equivalent to community college. His was like maybe, if not fully covered, almost exactly fully covered just yeah. by saying, we've accepted you. You don't have to pay anything. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I I literally see, remember when I sent you an email, I was like, we might have random questions that come up. Uh (laughs) Um, That ties into, we love talking about Christian education. Guys, go back, listen to episode. We talked about Anchor Bible College, but you're like a pastor's kid, a Christian, really grounded your Uh faith, going to a secular university. Um, Some people even get to the point and they're like, nah, I just, I'd rather take out the loan so I can go to a Christian university. Now Mm -hmm. there might be a time Mm -hmm. God's calling you to Christian university or especially going into seminary or something, but did you feel comfortable and able Mm -hmm. to go to the secular school as a Christian? And I'm guessing that kind 
kind of ties into living at home. So I'm going to kind of segue that for yes. you. If you can explain all of this for me. Yeah, perfect segue. I think this goes to maybe more parents than students. Parents want to send their kids, their good Christian kids to a good Christian university. And they might send them across the country to find what they think is a good Christian university. Oh, that's hard. But sometimes. if every parent, right? Yeah. And every parent does this. They think their kids are good Christian kids and maybe yours is, but unfortunately a lot aren't right. And so there might be some really great folks there, but when you kind of let your guard down, you think that this is a good place to be. It can actually be a worse place to be. You're far away from your family, far away from home. You might have some good influences, but that's not guaranteed they'll all be good influences. And I've seen time and time people go away from home and come back worse for it. And so you said the segue is maybe staying at home is a good deal. I completely agree. Um, I was able to go to U of M. I didn't live on campus. I lived at home, right? Um, I didn't get involved in all of the student groups. I mean, I certainly got involved in some things, but I stayed very grounded in helping with my church and being connected very close to things there. I think that really helped. And I think the other thing I mentioned of your guard, right? If you're at U of M, you know what you're getting into. Um, and so you can, you can have your guard up, right? You can say, well, I expect, you know, some of these folks to believe these things and I believe differently. Um, so I think those are the big factors of staying at home staying connected to your community, your family, your church, and being able to know what you're getting into instead of being naive and susceptible and far away from the support that you need. Mm -hmm. And thinking just it's a Christian university, it, it just must be all right. great and perfect or whatever. And I had a friend who went away and thank goodness, she's still very grounded in her faith. Mm -hmm. it, it, it worked out well, but they went off on a spring break trip just some friends and they thought oh just nice to go to a beach it wasn't even like in a party area or anything mm -hmm. turned out her good christian friends were really way off and kind of yeah. wild and she didn't even expect this um yeah. and so i love how you explain sometimes you know what you're getting into you have your guard up already i've never heard it explained like that uh -huh. that's fascinating yeah. yeah and so like i lived at home too and i yeah, you know, secular community college, university, whatever. But I, you're right. I still had like all my friends at church and at home and whatever. And that's a blessing. Now, mm -hmm. we're not saying anyone listening, you can't go away. And some people mm -hmm. might be called away. You might even have like a terrible home situation and they're not Christians sure. and you'd rather be called away. And we're not saying we also know that some people don't have the option to live at home. But mm -hmm. just the fact that you don't have to do one or the other because you're a Christian, yeah. God calls us different areas, different ways. And also, you don't always have to be in the Christian bubble right. to be growing yeah. in the light. And I do think that is a cool segue to coming back to, to one of the reasons we connected is what I'm involved with, with Anchor Bible College. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned, uh, I think last time we talked, and I can mention again, there isn't another Bible college in all of Southeast Michigan with roughly 4 million people. And so for, for that, someone who wants to stay at home, get a good Christian education, there are broadly Christian colleges that offer, you know, if you want to go into, you know, education or, or something else that you could go to at least a Christian and name college in the area, but not something that's deeply grounded in, in Bible degree programs. And so there hasn't been that for someone who says, I want to do that. And there are, there are genuinely lots of people who want to do that. And to do that, they would have to go somewhere else. And so if we're really encouraging people to stay at home, uh, be involved in your church and ministry, if, if you feel called to go into Christian ministry, 
you should stay where you have the best opportunity and impact. And so we want to create an educational opportunity for folks to get the training and qualification to be launched into that. And there hasn't been something here until now. Mm-hmm. And that's an example of connecting your passion yeah. um, and to, and, and like stuff behind your words saying, oh yeah, you know, always have to go away, whatever. And then the person's like, well, but I want to learn. <laughs> right. I want to actually go to Bible college. I mean, there are times to go away. And this is an example. Now, for those of us, not us, for those of other people listening in Maine or Louisiana or Louisiana, mm-hmm. however you pronounce it. How in the world can they learn about you guys? Do you have like a YouTube channel or something? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we just recently launched a YouTube channel with really high quality, biblical, engaging and interesting content. And I guess there's a few purposes. One is to further our mission as a college in training Christians in the knowledge of God's word and in ministry for his kingdom. And if that can happen for anyone in the world, just from watching our videos, that is awesome. Another is to connect folks with the the name and purpose and idea of who we are as a college, either in this area or elsewhere, who would be interested in taking classes or pursuing the, the further things that we offer. And maybe one final one is to connect with people who want to support what we're doing. And that might be monetary support. We have a way that folks can donate. But also, I mentioned last time we talked, and I can mention again, that just watching our video, sharing it, subscribing, that's your vote for this content for your desire to see more of this content and to be able to see this really succeed. And so if someone lives far away or even if, you know, wherever they live, getting to check out our YouTube channel, Anchor Bible College, and watching our videos, that's your your vote of support for what we're doing and enabling us to continue doing more of that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, guys. Go, so it's called Anchor Bible College is the YouTube you got channel it. name. Yep. Guys, going over to that. We'll also have a link. Um, oh, by the way, please, Daniel, write a note on whatever links you want me to put in the description. Send that it. over to me. Um, and so my last thing is just anything else you want to tell us about your journey? And is it really worth it trying to mm. go to college debt free? Like, why would they even care about that? You know? Yeah. I think there's maybe a couple things I want to mention. Yes, okay. it's absolutely worth it because God called me to that, right? This doesn't mean that everyone is called to pursue engineering at the University of Michigan and then be involved. Or even college sometimes. Exactly, right? Um, Not everyone is called to do that. So don't take that as the thing that you must do. But do take that it is a really great potential opportunity to invest in yourself to be that much better prepared to serve God, maybe provide for a family, um, do the things that God has called you to do. But don't do it in the wrong way. There might be good things that you could do in the wrong way. Um, and the wrong way, it could be taking out loans or other things that inhibit you from pursuing what God has for you later. This doesn't mean that loans are wrong, but it does mean that if you do something that isn't what God is leading and that keeps you from doing what he has for you in the future, then that can be totally the wrong idea. And so it is important to, well, just financially to try to get through college debt-free because it enables you to do that much more later on instead of having that burden chaining you down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. It's the freedom of Christ. 
Christ yeah. has set us free, but also are we doing what he's directing us to? Like, I didn't even know yeah. what I was going into when I started college. Some people say don't start college if you don't know, but I did all the prereqs, mm-hmm. at least if I yeah. was doing it debt free, I felt yes safer. Um, and I love that it's, it's not just like trying to, um, make it harder for someone now. I think it's choosing mm-hmm. your hard. You're going to try the hard trying to figure it out, getting paid for now or the hard later of spending. 510 or up to 30 years paying off loans choose your heart yeah is what i would see yep. yeah i love it i think you said a second thing was that the two things i think i mentioned that there was the importance of it and then the the value of oh. doing it the right way mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and so i think that's the two points that i wanted to mention of just it is important but like not essential right there's there's any path that you can take but whatever path you want to take you need to do it in the right way and following mm-hmm what God has for you and taking the steps that aren't even uh, just focused on the right now, but for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Amen. So yeah. guys, you heard it here, Daniel, <laughs> uh, U of yeah. M engineer, love it. Connected to uh, Anchor Bible College, extremely affordable education in this area. Yes. Also going to listen to the YouTube channel, watch it if you're not near here. And <clears throat> basically, it is possible. It is possible yeah. to, as our tagline says currently, uh, get scholarships and pay for college without student loans. And what's fascinating, mm-hmm. one last point, I realized that all of the stuff of uh, paying money for it, doing stuff early, dual enrolled, need-based. So did you ever get a scholarship? Like, uh, no, no, that's uh, fascinating. They, yep. So like, I you don't even have to do it and get scholarships. There's other ways <laughs> to do it. And like working, yep. like you said, too. Huh? We might have to yeah. put that somewhere in the description or something. That's interesting. <laughs> I love it. That's very fascinating. Because some people are like, I don't even want to deal with scholarships. So I can't yeah. go to college. I have to get all these loans. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. so cool. So cool. Um. Anything else to share with us? And then we're going to skedaddle. Yeah. Well, I guess I finished last episode with encouraging folks to be praying, right? Um, I would encourage you to be praying maybe even for for both of us here hosting this episode and the ministries we have and praying for what God has in your life. Um, and we can share all of the advice or information that could be useful, but we're not the ones in charge of your life. It's, it's the Lord who should be. And so seek after his will and pray that he would work in his timing and, and sovereign will. Oh, amen. That's the very first step before even looking into what financial aid is available at your school or whatnot. And it doesn't have yeah. to be some long drown out thing. It can be a few minutes as you're driving there, but at least pulling him into it. I don't know if you say it, pulling him into it, but acknowledging him and yes. walking alongside him in it. Amen. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Amen. Cool. 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 Well, guys, if you ever want to, you know, thank Daniel, get him a 32 topping pizza so that he can (laughs) officially break his own record and we thank you for coming on again like i had said before if you know of anyone else that has some of these testimonies i'd love to hear it daniel and um guys until next time we're going to help you get through college with enough money mental peace see you guys later hey girl i hope you enjoyed today's episode if so would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who wants to get scholarships and avoid student loans just like you. Okay, now I'm off to hopefully play some Ultimate Frisbee. I'll meet you back here in a few days for another episode. Bye!